turn with me now to the book of Genesis, chapter number 32. And we're going to begin at verse number 22. When you see it or have found it, please stand for the reading of God's word. And he, Jacob, rose up that night and took his two wives and two women servants and his, his eleven sons and passed over before Jabbok. He took them and sent them over the brook and sent over that he had. And Jacob was left alone and there wrestled the man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against Jacob, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. And he j said, Let me go, for the day breaketh. And Jacob said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And then he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince has thou power with God and with men, and has prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. This is the word of God for the people of God. You may be seated in the presence of God. As the Holy Spirit will guide on this morning, I want to share from the thought, when the dust clears, when the dust clears, let us pray. God, not my will, but your will be done. Not my sermon, but your sermon preach. So now will God take me and use me as you see fit. So that the words of my mouth, but the meditation of all our hearts will be acceptable in thy sight. For God, you are our strength and our holy redeemer. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. When the dust clears. I learned, or it was learned firsthand and experienced about a thing called boils. Boil, as I uh, can best describe, is a bacteria infection that uh, occurs under the skin from the hair follicles. And inside uh, there is the infection of pus and dry tissue. It can, it can rise up in multiple places of your body. The most discomforting place is on the buttocks. When it forms on the buttocks, it makes it almost impossible and definitely discomforting to take a seat. When it gets to that particular point, you have to use a home remedy. They take a hot compressed rag. Some people will put a little salt in it. Lay it right on the, the wound 
bring the infection to his head. I know y'all thinking, where is he going? And once it comes to the head, the home physician will put pressure on the boil so that all the infection will come out. Jacob has been infected all his life. Now God has put him under the compressed rag of pressure. And now he's about to push the infection of his name, Trickster, out of him so he can sit comfortably. And if I wanted to really connect with you here, I would tell you that some of you may be trying to figure out or feel as though you're under the pressures going through something and you're afraid that something's about to bust. Something's about to explode. Something's about to shake loose, causing your fright and fear. But, but, but let me tell you this. Here's the good news. It may be God just pressing down on the infection, trying to get something out of you that should not be in you. I, I, I could preach there. And, and, and so what he does, he says, Jacob has an infection and he hasn't dealt with it. He hasn't, he hasn't done a thing to it. He's been, he's been Jacob from the day he was born. He's been a trickster all his life. It is an infectionist disease that he has had and he has not dealt with himself. That's where I'm trying to go today. And so what God would do he would navigate Jacob into a desert with no name, a whole bunch of dust, and give him by yourself time. Huh. He put him in divine solitary because sometimes the problem with us is that we don't want to deal with our mess. And, and the best place that God can really deal with us is when we're all by ourselves. Let, 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 let me tell the story and I'll be out of here. You see, Jacob has been running for 20 years. He has been running from 20, for 20 years because Jacob stole his brother's blessing. He fooled his father, took his brother's blessing. His mother found out that Esau, when he discovered, said, I'm going to kill him when daddy dies. And, and, and mama knew and Jacob knew that if Esau got his hands on him, he could do that. So what, 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 what mama did was gave him a bag lunch and said, go to your Uncle Levin's house. And so he traveled to Uncle Levin's house, and when he got to his uncle's house, he found out that Uncle Levin had two daughters, Leah and Rachel. He looked at Rachel, and he got eyes on Rachel, but Leah was the oldest. And, and Levin did to Jacob what Jacob did to his daddy, and he tricked him. Y'all stay with me now. I promise you I'm going somewhere. 
And, 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 so what, and so he ended up, he was supposed to work seven years for Rachel, but he ended up working 14 years for Leah and Rachel. That's why he got two wives. But he also worked another six years because after he got married and had all these babies, he realized that Lebanon has been such a trickster that he didn't have any insurance to care for his family. And so he made a contractual deal that I'll labor for you six more years. Y'all come on in here. So for 20 years, Jacob has been busy. And oftentimes, the, what we do in order to discard or not deal with our mess, we keep ourselves busy. And the Lord says, oh no, I'm going to put you in a desert because you need to take time out to deal with your mess. And can I, I wish I had a witness here. Let me go deeper. Y'all act like y'all don't get it. Remember Florida Evans when James died? And the family was concerned that mama ain't grieved because mama went to the funeral home, got James all dressed for his exit, picked out the casket, mama won't cry. Then mama went to the funeral, sit by her loving husband, mama don't cry. Then mama come home, meet the guests, have the repast, serve chicken and potato salad, but mama don't cry. Then all of a sudden the children leave the room and right in the silence of the living room, that's when she had to deal with her reality that she was no longer married, but she cussed the earth and broke the bowl. And that's how life is sometimes. We need to be unbusy so we can deal with what's wrong with us. But some of us have a tendency, we work overtime rather than to deal with our problem. We volunteer to work with we don't need to work to deal not to deal with our problem we buy what we don't need to shop for because we don't want to deal with our problem we hang out with folk we don't like rather than deal with our problem we always want to be busy but every now and again God needs to put us in a desert place put us by ourselves so we can think about all the mess we have done he said I'm going to put him in a desert But, 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 but the, the, the quiet time didn't stay long. He was, in, he was in battle. It became a wrestling match. And let me, let me say this. When you start dealing with your reality, and it ain't good, you will wrestle. <laughs> you're you going to struggle. And, and, and so let me make it, let, let me take you somewhere that, that he says in the beginning, he wrestled with a man. But then it says at the end, the man says, basically you wrestled with man and God. And then at the very tail end, Jacob says, I've seen the face of God and I have been preserved. It's more symbolism in the battle than who he is. Come on in here. Because, 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 Whenever you deal with yourself, you have to deal with your humanity, your nature, which is man, and your spirit, which is God. So he's in a wrestling match 
really with himself. The nature of what he's done and the spirit of God whom he has offended. And here's the problem. That in the nature of who he is, he has done something wrong. He, 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 he tricked his father. He cheated and stole from his brother. And he messed around and, and, and he even uh, kind of tricked Lebanon for all his wealth. And now he's by himself and he has to face the fact that he might not be no good. But, but let me dabble here for a minute. Because it may have been he couldn't help himself. It's in his nature. See, some of us look at our children and our family or our immediate family and look at the negative. And we, we want to blame our bad part of our family on neighbors. We want to blame the bad part on the television shows. We want to blame the bad part on the friends they hang with. We want to blame the bad part on the school system. We want to blame it on everything, but sometimes the mess that you, you make is in your genes because Jacob couldn't help himself. He got it from his mother's side. Rebecca helped him trick the husband, her, her husband, his father. Then he gets, goes over to Rebecca's brother's house and he tricks him and, and steals from him ten times. Then he marries Rachel and Rachel will, then Rachel will trick her father. See, you don't have to wonder what happened to Jacob. It was in his genes. His mama was messed up. His uncle was messed up. His wife was messed up. And what's wrong with you? If your mama and daddy are dysfunctional, that's why you're dysfunctional. It runs in the genes. I ain't trying to hurt you. I'm trying to help you because you have the power to say but the buck stops here. Sometimes you are messed up because your parents made you that way. Your uncles, your aunts are that way. Hey! Know what he did? And this, way, this, this is what we mess up. Read the chapter. So, so Esau, he's scared of. God then sent him back to the land, sent him back to where he made his mess. So what he does, he gathers all his wealth, and he's really trying to buy back his brother. He's trying to fix his problem with the person he offended. And, and that's, that's the reason why some of us don't change. We stop. We just try to get it right with the people we hurt. But, but what he did to his brother, he forgot he offended his God. Because lying, cheating, and stealing, where I come from, is a sin. And that's why, let me say it again, that's why some of us don't change. Because we'll get it right with the person and we'll go next door and make the same mistake again. But when you get it right with God, when God forgives you, there's a strong possibility 
that God will change you when he forgives you. He says your sins are forgiven. Pick up your bed and walk because when the Lord gets it right with you, that's when you're more likely to change your nasty ways. That's when you're more likely to give up the to give up the, the evil and the wrongs that you do. But when man give it, you'll make the same mistake over and over again because you don't have a guilty conscience with God. Some of us right now, you have made friends with people and you said, but I ain't got better because you and God still got a sin debt you haven't dealt with. Hey. Oh, y'all, I hope y'all didn't miss it. Man can excuse you, but only God can forgive you. Some of y'all living on excuse, <laughs> and you need forgiveness. Preach on, Wes. They don't want to preach. I preach to myself now. And, and then there's a, there's a caption, and let me tell you this. Don't, don't think when you're a mess and you go to God that you're going to come out unscarred. People, people go to God, and this is how, this is how, this is how world folk pray. Well, Lord, I asked you to forgive me, and you said you forgave me, but how come I'm punished? I ain't saying God can't give you a clean slate, but I'm saying don't be surprised. If you did it, whether you do the crime, you do the time. But the good news is, under God, you may not get all the time you deserve. Come on in here. Because, because I know it was God. I, I went, when, when I went to the doctor with my wife, I, I asked the doctor about this text. I, he, he do bones. Now, I'll tell you how you know he pulled the, the, the hip bone that was out, of, out of the socket. So I talked to the doctor. This is what the doctor said. In order for the hip bone to come out, it's going to take a whole lot of pressure, like a car accident. Um, it's going to take something strong to hit it. And then he said, and if they pull it, other bones should have broken with it. Only God can pull out one bone and not affect the other. <laughs> I just thought I'd hand that to you because he owned something. But watch it. But a limp is a praise point. That, that's what I want to tell you. My wife, you know, got surgery on the knee because she was limping. And, and she wanted it real bad. I might as well talk about it since she ain't here, but she had a limp, and she wanted to get it fixed real bad, and I knew how desperate she was, but before you go into surgery, you got to go to your primary care to get permission to go, and I knew how desperate she was, so I texted her in the doctor's office. She wouldn't let me go with her, because I go with her to check her and make sure she don't mess with me. I said, honey, I'm a little text. I said, I just want you to know, don't be so desperate. I'd rather have you limping and not have you at all. So don't don't, don't y'all miss me now. Jacob said the same thing. The wages of sin is death. But God, I tell you what, I'd rather walk away from here limping than be dead. Y'all ain't got it yet. Some of y'all may be sitting here complaining about what you don't have, but you got a limp with a praise point on it. 
You, 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 you may not have the house that you want to have, but thank God you got a roof. Uh, you, may, you may not be driving the best of cars, but you got four wheels and you're moving right along. You, you, you may not have the best of clothes, but you ain't naked. You may not be eating steak, but bologna and cheese done carried you this far. And from the way I see things, some of y'all ain't missing a meal. Ain't none of y'all walking around naked. That you got, you're coming from somewhere. So even if you ain't got all you want, God gave you all you need. And that limp is good enough to say, Thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning. But here's the, here's the revelation. I'm done. I'm really done because I can tell y'all look like I can stick a fork in you right now. But let me, let me finish cooking my chicken. He says, so he gets a hold of them. He says, I ain't going to let you go until you bless me. Now, now. Now, Chris, this is, what, this is what got me because I think some of the things we, we shout over that we call blessings are just things we thank God, we praise God for and say thank you. That's like if, if um, uh, like when um, I took uh, my daughter's car to have the oil change to the dealership, and that's what men should do for their, their daughters and their wives because dealerships will try to get over on you. Man came out there, and I thought about this. I thank God for this confirmation. He wanted to sell me an air filter, what they call cabinet air filter. And I said, well, how much is it? He said, $130. I Googled it, and the parts only cost $20. And I th that's why you don't send girls, at least my girls. But, but, but that's, a, that's the standard what dads should do for the children and what you should do for your wives. And all I need her to do is say thank you. Well... Sometimes we get praises or we, get, we call blessings, blessings when it just should be thank you. Because just in case you forgot it, the things we call blessings are really standards. Let, let, me, let me help you, EDO. When you go buy a new car, Fresh off it. They, they got little signs. They got a sign on it. And they'll tell you standard features. <laughs> and, and, I, and I, you know, you can believe if you buy a car, the steering wheel coming with it. You can believe when you buy the car, the engine will be under the hood. Because a standard feature is what is placed in the car that if you don't get nothing else, it's going to do what it was made to do, transport you. So, so God says that some of the things that you'll call blessings are really standard features. He says, in his word, he says, don't worry about your life because I'm going to supply you with food and shelter. I'm going to supply you with a protected hand. I, I'm going to supply you. He says, I'm going to give this to the good and the bad. Those are standard features. And so here comes Jacob. Jacob has a whole lot of standard features. He has two wives, 13 children, maid servants, cattle. He, you think he should be praising. But Jacob says, no, those are my standards. I need a blessing. Better than 
actors. And some of us are shouting on standards and you have yet to walk in your blessing. Look, I, I should sit down on y'all because y'all are y'all sitting on me. I shouldn't even finish. Just leave you there and make you go home and do it yourself. Watch this. I ain't going to let you go Tell you bless me. Now, we would say, well, Jacob, you already got enough. Got maids. God bless you. Got two wives. We struggling with... Uh, I'm sorry, the devil got up in me. <laughs> and all, all them children, me, you got you got service, you got cattle, you you're wealthy. And you talking about a blessing. See, when Jacob left, what he stole was his brother's blessing. What he conned him out of was the birthright. The birthright is the inheritance that usually comes to the oldest child. Meaning that when the father dies, he'll get a little bit more than the rest. But the blessing is when the father dies, the one who takes authority. <laughs> Jacob had the blessing, but he wasn't walking in it. He didn't even get the inheritance. He, he had the blessing. The hand was on him. He had already received it, but he wasn't walking in it. That's why God would ask, what is your name? He said, my name is Jacob. Wait a minute. My name is Trickster. God says, that's not the name I blessed you with. Your name is Israel. One who has wrestled with God and has prevailed. In other words, when the dust clears, what our blessing should be, when we're walking in our blessing, we should have a new name. Y'all ain't got it yet. And let me, let, let me bring it on home. Believe it or not, we've already been blessed, but we're not walking in the name. Because when I think about it, when Jesus died, and when he blessed me with his blood, he changed my name. That my name is no longer Timothy, but my name is Christian. So when the dust clears, the blessing that you're looking for is the old you being turned away and the new you coming up. And everybody's trying to chase Cadillacs, Mercedes, and Lexus when you should be chasing a new name, a better you than what you were. You should not be no more. For the Lord has already blessed you. Yet 
while we were sinners, he had already died. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I got four more minutes. Y'all ain't got it yet. We're walking around acting like the people we were before we met Jesus. We're still doing the same old thing. You're walking around thanking God for standards and God said we need to walk around in the blessings of a new you. And so your walk should be different. Your conversation should be different. Your heart should be better. Your eyes should be clearer. Your mind should be focused. Holiness should be all over you. That you walk by faith and not by sight. Oh, y'all, y'all gonna make me work. He said, your name is not the same. I come to church not for a bill to be paid. I come to know the bill's been paid. I got somebody's help. I got somebody to get that. Because some of y'all coming to the altar now, right after prayer. Lord, please help me pay my mortgage. Why are you going to be broke again next month? Ask the Lord to give you the name. Because when you walk in the blessings, everything else. Just kind of fall in place. Oh, I forgot to tell you. When Jacob gets home, it's good to know. Esau didn't hit him. He kissed him. Esau didn't kill, kill him. He welcomed him. Because when the dust cleared, Jacob came home. He was walking under the bloodstained banner of a new name. What you chasing this morning? That's the question this morning. What are we chasing this morning? And who are you going after? I wish Sunday morning we would come every Sunday chasing Jesus. So Jesus can deal with us. And if you don't get the message, let me give it to you this way. No matter where we are in life, we're better than this. We are all better than this. If God didn't make no junk, then we ain't no junk. Don't act like no junk. Dr. West said the best. If you're going to call yourself a Christian, 
then act like it. You have, we have the blessing of God. Are you willing to walk in it? If you are, give the Lord a hand praise for me.